We all have points in our life that uh, we have things that worry us and weigh us down. And matter of fact, uh, this morning I want to, in our focus on This Is Us, one of the things that I have been uh, so excited about our church body is that we're uh, a church family that is always there for each other and holding each other up. And I want to focus on that this morning, holding each other up. And in this Exodus chapter 17, we see an illustrative lesson to learn from a man named Moses that uh, even though he was a very strong man who had handled a lot of uh, tough tasks in his life, he got to a point that at the smallest task, it was more than he could handle and the battle was being lost just because of a small task at that point he couldn't handle. And so I want us to look at Exodus chapter 17 in verses 8 through 14, I'm going to read verses 8 through 13 and then come back to that verse 14. But you may be at a point in your life right now that maybe there's some things that uh, you need a little bit of some help, someone to come along and help hold you up. And the reality is that a lot of times we uh, think that, you know, I don't really need anybody else or this is a small thing. I should be able to handle it myself. But a lot of times it's the small things that are the breaking point in our life. And that was true for Moses, that uh, he had handled a lot of big tasks, but when it came to this one small thing, he just wasn't able to follow through so that they could get the victory. It was a very important thing that he was doing, but it was a small thing in a way. So let's look at Exodus chapter 17 and verses 8 through 13, and then I'm going to come back and pick up verse 14. I'm reading this out of the New King James Version. It says, Now Amalek came and fought with Israel in Rephidim, and Moses said to Joshua, Choose us some men and go out and fight with Amalek. And tomorrow I will stand on the top of the hill with the rod of God in my hand. So Joshua did as Moses said to him and fought with Amalek. And Moses, Aaron, and Hur went up to the top of the hill. And so it was when Moses held up his hand that Israel prevailed. And when he let down his hand, Amalek prevailed. So you can see there that whether his hands were up or his hands were down, it seems like a very small issue, but people's lives were in the balance. The victory for Israel as a people or the defeat all was lying in this one simple task of him holding his hands up. Now verse 12 says, But Moses' hands became heavy. So they took a stone and put it under him, and he sat on it. And Aaron and Hur supported his hands, one on one side and the other on the other side. And his hands were steady until the going down of the sun. So Joshua defeated Amalek and his people with the edge of the sword. Lord, we come to you this morning, God, and we thank you, Lord, for your uh, precious word that has so much rich truths for us to take into our own lives. And Lord, as I've read through the scriptures, I've seen points where your scripture is just very clear that it's telling us something that we need to do or not do. But Lord, many times you have put things in your word to be a visual picture, a story or or an illustration so that we can learn from it and so that we can apply it to our own personal lives. And Moses had been a man that had been kind of a key leader, kind of a solo person who was leading two million people. But in this small task, he was at a point that he needed someone else to hold him up. And God, I pray that as we look at these scriptures, if there's someone here today that maybe they're dealing with some heavy weight on their life, and they need the reality of what we're going to look at this morning to be a reminder to them of how they can handle what they're having to go through right now. And it may be somebody that uh, maybe it's a small task they're at right now, but for some reason, somehow, the timing, 
the particular situation, it's more weight than they can handle. And Lord, they need someone to come along beside them and help hold them up. And Lord, I'm thankful, God, that we have a church family that's always here for anybody that needs to be held up, needs to be encouraged, and needs to be strengthened and prayed for. And so God, we pray that you just uh, bring these scriptures alive to us, that it would touch us where we are. And Lord, we'll thank you and praise you for all that you do. And it's in your name we pray. Amen. When you look at this scripture, something that's so simplistic as a person just holding their hands up seems to be unrealistic. A battle of people, and remember the children of Israel probably had somewhere around 2 million that had came out of Egypt. They've been a lot through a lot of different things, and we don't know exactly the amount of them that there were at this point, but they were still a, a large number. And their lives, the battle was all holding in the balance of this point where Moses is on the hill and he's holding his rod, the rod that God had told him to carry through this whole task, whether he's holding it up or whether it's drooping down. And if he's holding it up, they seem to be winning the battle. If he droops down, they seem to be losing it. And you can look at that and you think, wow, this seems a little bit overboard of just one man holding one thing makes a difference in lots of people's lives being in the stake. But it's a reality lesson to us that God wants us to learn. And here's what I think is the first lesson that God wants to learn from this. And that is there are times that even the strongest person hits a point that they need someone else to help them handle what they're having to handle. Even the strongest person hits a point in their life that they've got more than they can handle. Now we look at Moses and we think, all right, this guy can handle anything. He has been in a point that he was in the uh, Egyptian royalty house, and yet he had to make a choice of whether when he came to the reality that he was really a Hebrew, make a choice whether he would stay there into the throne position or whether he would go with his Hebrew roots. And he made that choice, a very difficult choice. He ended up wandering in the wilderness and having to start a new life. But he was a strong man. He held through all that. And then God says, I want you to go back to the place that you left, that you had to leave for your own life, and I want you to bring my people out. A pretty big task. And yet Moses does what God says, and he goes and faces the Egyptian Pharaoh, who is probably the most powerful man in the world at that time. And he goes and he faces them, and he says, I want you to let my people, the Israelites, the Jewish people, I want you to let them go. Of course, the Pharaoh thinks, this is a big joke. You one man is trying to tell me what I'm going to do with these people who are building for me? No way. And yet he stays there in the midst of God bringing these plagues to the, uh, the Egyptians. He battles through all the challenges through that. And it ends up that he leads the children of Israel out of Egypt. So he has been a very strong man. And he has stood with God. And he's handled all kinds of difficult tasks. And yet the Bible tells us in that verse 12 that it came to a point that his hands became heavy. Now all he's got to do is hold up this rod, but probably had been going on, the battle been going on for a long time. And you know, even the simplest thing can be difficult to do if it has an extended period of time. And there are the things that we have to handle in our life. Sometimes there are one big load that comes at once and we're like, whoa, this is overwhelming, I can't handle it. There are other times it's kind of like Moses' situation. It's not that big of a deal, 
But over time, it begins to wear on us, doesn't it? So in your life, probably among us in this congregation, there are a variety of people that are having to handle things in different ways in their life. They've been overwhelmed with a lot of stuff that's hit them at one time and just seems to be more than they can handle. There are others that uh, maybe it's just been a small thing and it's just wearing out over time and it's wearing you down. That's kind of where Moses was. It was a small task, but the length of time was wearing him down. And probably at that point, one of the strongest men that we have seen stand for God is wearing down and in the midst of him being an example of strength, he couldn't handle it at that point. What happens in our minds at times in our life, whether it's one big whammy of weight or whether it's something small that's just kind of been wearing over a period of time, we can get in our mind, you know what? I can handle it. I don't need anybody else. I don't want to have to call upon anybody else. I can handle this task myself. If Moses had kept up that mentality, it would have been the difference in a nation being defeated and a nation being victorious. And the reality is in our lives, a lot of times, it's those small decisions that we make, struggling whether we think we're strong enough to handle it, we don't need anybody else, we're too embarrassed to ask for help, we don't want to have to count on somebody, I should be able to handle this. Other people have handled it. And we don't ask for help or we don't allow somebody to come into our life and help us and we end up going towards defeat. Moses was a very strong man. Nothing, matter of fact, Jesus Christ himself said there, of men born of woman, there has never been one like Moses. And yet this small task, weared on to is more than he can handle. So no matter how strong you may be this morning, if a man like Moses, who took on such a major task to go back and face his past and be able to stand up against the strongest man in strength, military-wise, and lead the children of Israel out of Egypt, if he has a small task that is more than he can handle, don't be too embarrassed to realize, hey, you may be too strong or may not be strong enough to handle what you're facing in your life right now. The second lesson is this. There are times that we need to accept the strategic plans of someone else. Now, Moses was a man who was not only strong, but he was a leader. He was a planner. And he had planned things out at this particular point. He had told Joshua, who was his military leader and his second in command, he said, Joshua, I'm going to go up on the hill and I'm going to take Aaron and her with me. I want you to go down into the battle and I'm going to stay up on the hill and I'm going to hold my rod up and we're going to get the victory. He had a plan and he was following through with that plan. But the truth was there wasn't enough depth to the plan, enough strategy to handle it through the entire battle. And so while Moses is there and his hands are becoming weary and Aaron and Hur see that when his hands get weary, the battle is lost. When he lifts his hands back up, the battle is won. Then they come up with a strategic plan. Here's what we need to do. You sit down here on this rock and me, Aaron, I'm going to stand on this side and hold you up. Now what strategic was, they could have just said, hey, you grab his hand, I'll grab his hand. But then their hands would have got weary, Right. So they were very strategic. They said, you sit on the rock, get a little bit lower down. I'll stay over here where it's easy for me to hold one side. Her will stand over here where it's easy for him to handle that side, and we will support you. Now Moses had already made one plan, but his plan wasn't strategic enough to follow through to the end. 
We have to sometimes be in the point in our life that we may have made plans or maybe we've even started down a path and we're thinking this is the way, this is the way to go. This is the way I need to do it. But then God brings somebody else into your life and gives you a new plan, a more strategic plan, a plan to get you on beyond where you've thought through. And we can sometimes be at a point that we've got too much pride. Oh, wait a minute, now I've already got a plan. I've got a plan of how we're going to make it through this. It's going to work. I've got a plan. But Moses accepted the plan of Aaron and her to help him through. Recently, I've had a few different things that I've had some thoughts and not something that I've put a whole lot of depth of prayer into, but I've just had some things that looking at towards our church and a few plans and thoughts came to my mind, and God gave Joyce a different plan. And so she shares a plan with me, and I'm thinking, you know what, that sounds like a pretty good plan. I like that plan. But I already had a plan. But God said, well, I gave her a better plan for you. Yours wasn't going to make it all the way through. Now, I see some of you smiling way too big, and it's all women. The women are thinking, yes, if my man would just listen to my plan, everything would be a lot better. <laughs> And that's the truth. Sometimes we have to listen to the strategic plans of others. Now, if you've prayed something through, and I can tell you this, there are times that you can pray through something through and God has given you a plan. And if it's a good plan, the devil will bring somebody to try to wave you off your plan. But there are other times that maybe you haven't really put all that prayer and thought in. Maybe you haven't got a full plan from God and God brings somebody else into your life and you gotta be able to stop and say, you know what? I believe this plan is God's plan. And accept that plan. Sometimes we need to accept the strategic plans of someone else. Here's a third lesson that I believe God wants us to learn from this. And that is there are times that we need the support of others to hold us up. Moses needed Aaron and her, and he needed to be able to allow them to come into his life. Now, remember, here's the man who made all the plans, had led the people. He had been the one who had been the strength. Remember the first thing that they faced after they left uh, Egypt? They came to the point that they were between the Egyptian army coming after them and the Red Sea. And Moses held up his staff. He held it by himself, and the sea parted, and they all went through. There was a time when the children of Israel didn't have food to eat and they felt like they were starving. And so God gave a plan to Moses and he provided food. There were a point when they didn't have something to drink and God used Moses. So over and over and over, God had worked through Moses. But this was a point that Moses needed somebody else. And the Bible tells us that there was his brother Aaron who came along there was her that came on the other side and they came and they supported him and they won the battle. And all that was determined whether it be a victory or a loss was whether he allowed two other men to come into his life and support him. To give him that extra strength. And when they came along, then the battle was won. And you know, when Moses had Aaron and her to come in there. They kind of formed like a, you might say, a victorious triangle there. Moses, Aaron, and her, the three of them, went in the battle. And when I thought about that, I came to the realization that in our lives, a lot of times to win the battles of life, whether it's a lot of heavy weight coming on you at one time or something that has weighed on you over a period of time, and it's really not a big thing, but it's just how long it's lasted, you need a holy Trinity in your life, God, you, 
and others to get through. Others who will pray for you, love on you, help you do things that maybe at that point you can't do for yourself. And a lot of times it's just prayer. When you're in the midst of a struggle or worry or a challenge or a weight that's on your life, praying is one of the things that we struggle with the most. And I have had people many times when I've been talking with them about a challenge they're facing in their life and say, you know, let's, let's, you need to just really commit it to prayer and do this and say, I just don't feel like praying. And when they say, I don't feel like praying, it's like an alarm goes off. That's exactly what you need to do. Usually the devil will convince you that what you don't want to do is what you need to do. And when you don't feel like you want to pray, that's what you need to do is pray. When you feel, don't feel like you want to go to church, that's exactly what you need to do is go to church. I can remember an event that happened in, uh, in my family's life years ago. Happened on a Saturday night. Man, it just knocked the wind out of me. And I thought, I just, I've got the wind knocked out of me. I feel beat up. I'm an emotional wreck. I just don't feel like going to church. And yet, that's what I did. It's what I needed to do. And that's where God refreshed me and restored me the greatest, was there with you in worship. Sitting on the front pew, raising my hands to the Lord when I didn't feel like raising my hands. Moses was at a point he needed some kind of holy trinity to come in his life and it makes no difference how strong you are or what your battle may be there's a point I was a part of David Ray who was a pastor prior to me here at Temple I was part in his funeral yesterday and I, I was having a little bit of emotion because I'd always considered him my pastor he was my pastor here for seven and a half years, and I answered a call to preach under his ministry. And after he left and I became the pastor, uh, I got teaching and learning from him. So he had been my pastor for years and was still my pastor. And so had a little bit of emotion going on as I was traveling to the funeral uh, because of thinking, you know, I've, I've lost my pastor. And then I found out that one of the saints in our church that I have a great love for, Edna Knowles, passed away yesterday. And so, as I'm traveling to the funeral, and I know that time is going to get consumed with the funeral and everything, I'm trying to make a few phone calls to uh, tell some folks about Edna and uh, try to get the word spread around that she had passed away. And as I was doing that, my emotions started kind of getting away with me because I was thinking about, you know, the funeral of my pastor and Edna, whom I had loved and been precious to me, had passed away. And so as I was making some, I'd already made a few phone calls, but as I was uh, making some of the other phone calls of task, I asked him, I said, uh, I'd appreciate it if you could pray for me because I'm having a little trouble with my emotions as I'm going to the funeral. And so then I started getting bombarded with some texts back from some of the men of our church that I was trying to spread the word about Edna to pass the word among folks in the church that you could sense by the, the texts that they were sending to me and what they were saying to me that they had not only been praying for me, but they wanted me to know 
but they were holding me up because they knew I was a little bit emotional at that point. It's having a little bit of challenge in my life. And you know what? You can look at that and say, that really wasn't a big deal. You've done lots of funerals. You've had lots of people. But for some reason, that, that combination yesterday was just stirring up a little bit of emotion as I was traveling. And I needed the support, the prayer, the love of some other people. There's a song, I, I think it was a song that you kind of rewrote for one of the babies being born about holding us together, the music to that. And the song says, love will hold us together. Let me tell you, no matter who you are, it doesn't matter if you've been part of temple for a long time or for a short period of time, but let me tell you, we got to hold each other up. And it's whether you need a little support, a little prayer, or a little love, it's that trinity of bringing together you, God, and the family of God together that holds each other up. We need sometimes, even the strongest person needs a little help because the weight gets too heavy. And sometimes we need the strategic plan of somebody else, but there are lots of times we just need somebody else to come and support us and give us what we need. Let me ask you a question this morning. What is it that you need in your life to win the battle that you're facing right now? God's got it for you. I want to look back to verse 14. Whatever you need in your life. But in verse 14 it says this, Then the Lord said to Moses, Write this for a memorial in the book and recount it in the hearing of Joshua that I will utterly blot out the remembrance of Amalek from under heaven. God told Moses that I want you to record this as a, a, a memorial and you recall it, read through it, remember it. And I believe God has the same thing for us today that no matter what you may be going through, whether it's one big heavy weight or something that's just been wearing on you for a period of time, God wants you to remember, even the strongest have too much weight at points in their life. And sometimes we need the strategic plans of others, and we always need the support that somebody else can give us in our life. Lord, we come to you this morning, and God, we thank you for these scriptures. A man like Moses that had faced some mighty big tasks, he had shown great strength emotionally, spiritually, and yet this small task was the weight that was the breaking point for him. The extended, extended period of time was more than he could handle. And Lord, it was at that point that we're reminded that even the strongest of us need some help every once in a while. And even the ones that have led the way need to listen to the strategic plans of somebody else and allow others to come in and support us. Lord, I don't know what everybody is going through in their life right now. There may be some that's been kind of hit with some heavy weight all at one time. There may be some in this service that have had maybe not the biggest thing, but it sure has been going on for a while and it's wearing on them. And Lord, today's the day that you've told them, hey, I want to give you a little love, a little prayer, a little encouragement from the family of God. So let me just encourage you this morning. If nobody knows what's going on in your life right now, go ahead and share it with somebody. Somebody you can trust. Somebody that will love on you, pray for you, help hold you up, step into your life and give you the strength that you need. And it doesn't matter whether it's a big thing that's hit you or whether it's something small that was just kind of a breaking point or something that's been wearing on for quite a while. I want to invite you right now in this moment while the musician's getting the music ready 
just go ahead and step out where you're at and just come kneel at this altar. And when you kneel at this altar, you'll find out as we begin in this song of invitation that the family of God's going to come surround you, pray with you, touch you, love on you. And if you need somebody to do something for you, you just ask. They'll step into your life and help you. So while the music's playing softly, if you've got a heavy weight that's been in your life and you need a little encouragement this morning, won't you just come and kneel at this altar? If you've had that little small thing that was just the breaking point for you that's hit this week, would you just come and pray? Maybe you've had something that's been going on for quite a while and it's really weighing on you. Would you just come? Come while I pray for you right now. Lord, God, I thank you for this precious word that you've given us from this example of such a strong man named Moses. That yet it came at a point in his life that something just kind of was a little bit too lengthy. Even though it was a small task, it was a little bit weighty at that point. And it was breaking him down. But I'm thankful that even though the lives of others, and, and many times the decisions that we're making, the things that we're handling in our life, others' lives are being affected as well. Lord, in the last few weeks, I've had some decisions that I've heard people make, and it's been decisions in, in their life, but it's also decisions that affected other people's lives. And Lord, sometimes we forget that. So God, I pray that, that we'll all be reminded that whether we stand strong and the decisions we make will make a difference not only in our life, but other people's lives. And whether we win the battle or whether we lose the battle is whether, whether we're willing to let others come into our life. So Lord, I want to lift up to you these who are in the altar right now and those of you who are counselors and leaders in our church, I want to invite you to go ahead and just step up and come kneel at these altars, pray around these others that need, there's some men, there's some women up here they need your prayer. They need your strength. They need your love and your encouragement. Would you come this morning? If you've got a point in your life that you can just give a little love, a little prayer, an arm around somebody's shoulder, you come right now, men and women alike. Lord, we love you. God, I'm thankful that, Lord, even when nobody else knows what's going on in our life, you know about it. And, Lord, you know exactly what we need. And, God, I'm praying right now for the person who's thinking, I'm strong enough. I can handle it. It's going to be all right. But that mentality may be the difference in winning and losing the battle. So I'm praying they'll come. Lord, the person who's had plans and they've refused some help from planning from somebody else, some other thoughts, some other ways, Lord, that they'll be willing to accept those plans. And Lord, for the person who hasn't allowed others to come into their life and to know about the things that they're facing, they'll be willing to do that today so that somebody can come along and support them and strengthen them. And Lord, we're going to give you the praise and honor and glory. And it's in your name we pray. Amen.